Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the It's On podcast with Obel and Naika. Hey, Nana. What's up? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am back from Vegas. The bachelor yes. It yes. was really fun. I got to see you this week, last weekend, I guess. Yeah, I'll it was just last weekend. This weekend. Would we say this weekend or last weekend? I think Since it already happened. I think it already happened, so it'll be last weekend. Yeah, so I got to see you last weekend because we went to Vegas. I'm still a little bit sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm still a little bit sleepy. Um, I wake up for work really late lately. <laughs> so how you, you. I've been I, honestly I've been trying to get like my body is kind of like trying to get adjusted to the time change mm-hmm. and stuff and since I came back I feel like I've been sleepier so I've been like oh jet lag that's what it's okay. called basically jet lag for I've sure I've been so jet lagged that I'm like Ugh. okay I have to ask what was, was your fun. Fa- what was your favorite part about the bachelorette party honestly it was give just me that two, give me two give me two two my favorites. two favorite things was that Number one thing I got to spend it with you and Jenny because I feel like it was so more so much more intimate. And so I feel like the mo- I feel like if there was so many people there, it probably could have gotten chaotic. But I feel like the fact that it was so intimate between us and you know like between you Bruno and all of the friends it was like really really nice. And I feel like we bonded so much better than that's than true. we would have if there would be a lot of people. So I was just very grateful for that. And then the second thing is I feel like I kind of like got to do something for the first time that I never got to do. And even oh, though, I, <laughs> honestly, oh, I no, feel hold like, on, hold on. That was your, that was your um first thing. What is the second favorite? That's what I really wanted to know. That I, the bonded, the, the bonding, bonding was the first thing. What's your second? I just told you the second. Oh, the second. Yeah, I did tell you the second. No. What was the second? Honestly, I feel like the second was the whole trip. Honestly, I feel like the whole (laughs) trip was great. The whole trip was fun. We got to do a lot of of sightseeing and we got to do a lot of like acting up, which is so cool to see. Like we can act up without actually being under the influence or anything like that. I feel like that's what we learned from our group of friends. It's like we don't need alcohol to act up. And and it was so fun. And you know, like what they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm just kidding. There was nothing of that caliber. That happened with me after everyone left. Oh my that gosh. I'm gonna tell you about, which was insane. But you were gonna mention something that you've never done that you actually did in Vegas. Yes. Okay. So, guys, I'm gonna be honest. I I'm not a club girl. I've never been to a club before, and I went to a rave party for the first time. It was crazy. Like I'm like, this is what people do. Like, oh my gosh. Like this is how y'all get down out here in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's insane. But I but honestly feel it? like the Did hotel. Was bad? This is what I think. Obviously, for me, I I don't like I don't like being close to people. Like I feel like I'm very claustrophobic, and just having people rub on you and just see. I mean, it wasn't like that all the time because there were so many different. Because it was a big hotel, and there were so many different. Um, um, other little clubs inside of it like the hip-hop club and then there was that big raving party what i thought was cool was the actual picture of the i don't know what that was in the middle that chandelier whatever it, it was, was a chandelier that it had lighting a, it was a chandelier with a different type of lighting that was moving according to the music and then there was like a group of people in the middle yeah. i can't even describe it it was just insane and i think that was what intrigued me 
and I was like, wow, the music and that little chandelier with the thing that was like intriguing. But obviously, people have to be on drugs to kind of enjoy. That's my perspective. What about which club you like better, the hip hop one or the little um, EDM type of music? I'm, you know me, I'm not a club person, so I wouldn't, you wouldn't find me in either. But I do I think that the obviously the the um, the hip hop had more of the like the music, the good yeah, music that us black people listen to obviously <laughs> and then like the rave the party and the um the the, the lights um We're motion cool. and then it's like that whole scenario thing that was going on was kind of cool to see for the first time but that's not something i'm like looking to do like once mm-hmm. in a blue moon or ever again to be honest but it was good to experience something for the first time it was like in the whole time i was scared i was like lord please protect us i was like lord yeah i was like lord please protect us make sure we are all right and it didn't it didn't look like people that were like um because it was a lot of you know it looked like people that was of caliber it wasn't just like regular folks Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it looked like people money money cost 150 for the guys to get exactly exactly so it was not just like a dollar and us girl had to pay 50 and that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean that you're protected just because you were around people of caliber of money but it just felt like you know what you see like okay these people got money okay now i have a question but it's funny how like going to the club they check you they check your bag they they put you in a thingy but like at church at school they don't do that so it's it's harder to get shot at a club than you know it's easier to get shot out of school i would say well at honestly, this point right now at this point right now anywhere is unsafe like yeah let's i was gonna say like at this point right now anywhere is unsafe. anywhere you are it's gonna be unsafe yeah. um so it really like doesn't matter where you are um it takes more and, time for the club though but i'm actually the glad they did that mm-hmm, the school mm-hmm. you just walk in and it's mm-hmm. just a party for them but mm-hmm. like at the club, they take more precaution and there's mm-hmm. security in all four corners. Mm-hmm. So by the time you hear shooting, somebody would be shooting back. Somebody should be shooting back at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at that point, I'm like, okay, as long like at least they had security and you had to go through a yeah. thingy. They took Jenny's candy out because they didn't know if there was like drugs in there. And you know how Jenny had some candies? Yeah, they yeah, took yeah. her candies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. true because they didn't want people to go in there with um any high or high anything. like going. Yeah, it was like it was very interesting Canada. though because I'm like, don't you have to be high to enjoy that kind of stuff? You know, like the people whole get high big... before. Oh, that makes sense. You know, and they I want you to focus. They want you to focus on drinking because that's where they make their money. The again. money. That's true. That's true. Oh my gosh. Tell me about it. They had alcohol. There, they, there was this booth where we were standing and I was saying all these little Asians, but obviously don't forgive me because I'm saying Asians, but that they were all Asians. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm being, you know, like, you know how people get weird about stuff like no, that. No, as long as you're not calling all of them Chinese because you don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I would never do that. I know better. Um, and yeah, so there were a group of Asian friends and they were just like in their booth and i could have sworn that i had to be at least ten thousand dollar worth of of drinks they had on their table it was ridiculous and i'm like how do you spend that much money on alcohol like this is insane and i'm like this is nothing like i've heard people say stories girl anyway i honestly in my 20 something years of life i'm just like you're this is about to be 30 and that was your first time Girl, yes. <laughs> I low key didn't say my age for a reason. You're like, you know, well, you're uh, about to be 30. <laughs> I'm 
like, my yes. Bad. I didn't know you're one of those people that. I'm just kidding. I'm not one of those people. I don't care. I could care less. I could care okay. less. Because really, I'm going to always look young. <laughs> exactly. So, what was your favorite part? Okay. So, I'll tell you my favorite part and then I'm going to tell you the story. I need the story like, ASAP. <laughs> first or my favorite part? No, Which your favorite one? part first. And then I, I'll yeah. get the story. My favorite part was honestly, I like the fact that it was a joint bachelor party. Because yeah. we got to like hang out with friends of Bruno's and then also got to hang out with you and Jenny, my sisters from day one. I know. So I, I like our intimate moment on Saturday morning where we yeah. prayed together, had yes. devotion, and yes. we literally dived deep into the word of God. And I that know. Was like, and I literally started feeling goosebumps. Like I felt like the Holy Spirit was present. It was. And yeah. I feel like God protected us throughout the trip because of that. So like that Not was because like. Because of that. <laughs> not not because of that but okay, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was one of the like amazing part of the trip like yeah the whole was. worshiping thing experience yeah, it was, it was. Um, i felt to mention now, that but yeah yeah yeah. and then my second favorite part uh, would be the bus party like oh, the yeah. party bus that oh, yeah. was, it was fun it, it was, was lit. lit it was lit it was lit like, yeah that party was bus was lit it was so lit because oh my gosh the moments in there was just like people just acting out and we had no alcohol guide you mind you no alcohol that's when i'm like what in the world like the alcohol that we had was like baby alcohol obviously but like that night literally no alcohol we didn't drink the funny i don't know if bruno friends did no I, I think they pre-drink they always take a shot but the funny thing yeah they always take a shot but the funny thing is that when we got to old vegas yeah. and then the, the party driver the party bus driver dropped us at a location yeah. and bruno was so lost he was like no 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 you gotta take us to old vegas <laughs> everybody was like we are ready <laughs> It was like, funny. Dude, where were you, bro? I know. <laughs> yeah, and I was looking too. I was. I saw when we were at, in Old Vegas. Like, it was cool. Dude, where were you, bro? You were. <laughs> he was. was he was funny. having a good time. Yeah, and also like having the like Bruno's friend learn our compas song. Like yeah, it already gave me an idea that the wedding's gonna be so lit. It is because like yeah. everybody was just like full of energy. Just, I know. Was, I know. But now let me tell you the part where monday night when everybody left okay so me and bruno and jenny we wanted to go to to, to the casino because is it the casino or the casino the casino yeah casino. The, casino, the, mm-hmm. the casino okay so we wanted to go to the casino but we were super tired watching the mika ben funeral on our phone oh, and then yeah, bruno yeah. got so, so fed up and jenny and they're like stop watching this dark thing so we got up yeah, and we got up and went to the casino. So we kept playing. I got me and Bruno got $100 and Jenny got $60 so that we can gamble. So that we kept playing this little machine. Like we were like just bouncing from everywhere because you saw how the machine yeah. are in. So yeah, we were yeah, trying yeah. to go towards people that were not smoking because, you know, it's a oh lot of Oh my gosh, that's, that's the cons. Oh my, that's the yeah, cons. That I was the con. It. Too much. Yeah, too much because smoking. Yeah. Felt, yeah I had so a headache because of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have another. Yeah. So then I went to the little, we found a little place where like people weren't smoking and like I'm playing the game. We, we, we losing so much money. We're like playing, playing, playing. We're down $60, playing, playing. We go to another place, playing, playing, playing. We're down 40. Um, we're, we're like, we're at $40, playing, playing to the point where we reached, we were like at 43. And then we were about to, we were like, you know what? We're at 43. Let's go learn how to play the card game. You know how there's people and then there's yeah. other people. Yeah, we're yeah. like, let's go learn how to play the card game. So then um, when we got to the card game, Bruno had like 
when you in Vegas, when you get cash, they give you like a card so you can like keep inserting your money. Mm-hmm. So like once we played our card game, Bruno had that little ticket. So mm-hmm. then they were like $15 for the game. I'm like, okay. And she was like, if I teach you guys how to play, it's not like a for sure thing that you are going to make money. But, you know, I'll teach you how to play. I'm like, what you mean? Like, if you're going to teach me how to play, you need to know, like, the game. He's like, she's like, if I knew the game, you think I would be working here? I would have been making so much money. Yeah. So then I realized, oh, damn, we're about to lose money then. Yeah. So then Bruno went to go um, change the money, change the ticket into real money because it, it became a ticket. So me and Jenny sitting and then we were waiting for um, him. A lady came to me and was like, hey, did you lose your phone? And, I, and I, I checked my pocket and I realized I didn't have my phone with me. Oh, so then she's like, oh, I saw a tall black guy with dread, brown, brown top, took the, took your phone. He just left. And I'm like, oh, really? Let's go get him. So I'm running. Me and the lady, I'm it's running brutal. behind you. She's describing Bruno. Bruno. No, she's not. She's this not? is real. She's not tra- describing Bruno. Oh my god! So I said with dreads. Okay, so we're oh, with running. Dreads. What's dreads? Sorry. We're running. Me and the white lady and Jenny. <laughs> Jenny's behind us. She's calling my phone. We're running behind a black tall guy with dreads. Made it to the exit. Told the security guy. We went outside to see if the guy was out there. I, when we came back, Bruno Bruno wasn't with us because he yeah. needed to change the money. Yeah. So then the, the lady was like, "Oh, they went to chase their phone from a guy that stole it." Bruno panicked. Bruno like, what the fuck? They're stupid. Why would they chase a guy? The guy could kill them. So Bruno, yeah. we're panicking. Could take them. Yeah. No, we're like, we're like all spread out because we're yeah. searching for the man and we're like going to every door with the security guy telling them, did you see a black guy with the thing? Because he got our phone. And then they're like, ma'am, just, just make a report because you ain't going you ain't, you ain't to find the find phone right phone. now. So then after me and Jenny started reflecting, we're like, bro, why are we chasing a black guy with dread? That's tall. Did we think that black guy was going to give us the phone? So we ended up losing the phone. But Bruno's like, y'all cannot be doing that. Wait, Jenny lost her phone? I lost my phone, by the way. (laughs) You lost your phone? Wait, hold, Look, wait, hold on. I have a new phone. You don't realize? Oh, that's why I was like, wait, you text me today. Yeah, I did text you today. Um, I didn't back up my phone, but today, tonight, I went to back it up. Did you lock it? So luckily, my phone is locked. My password was complicated. It's 12 6 oh. Don't damn. see your I got it. Can you tell so much? Can you tell Jimmy to blink that part? Yes, <laughs> please. Because me and you kind of have, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, we need to stop that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my crazy Vegas story. And then we had to walk, find a cricket. And the thing with Vegas, you realize we got to take taxis everywhere. And then we went to uh, mm-hmm. some, Jenny called it something. Uh, a bottom feeder. I don't remember the name of it, but it's mm-hmm. like a restaurant where it looks very crappy, but the food is good. So we mm-hmm. went to one of those restaurants. After we had like, we kept rocking around trying to fix this phone thing. We went mm-hmm. to like a, I forgot the name of it. A sinkhole? What? It's called something crazy. I have I, no idea. It's a name, but now I feel like I have to call Jenny and find out, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We got the best sushi ever. Now the second thing is, Another effed up thing happened. No Jenny, way. Why when what? I left, Jenny, that's when all the stuff happened. Jenny was supposed to leave on Sunday, by the way, with you. Your <laughs> so her ticket says, we got to the airport. Her ticket said midnight. Her ticket said 12 a.m. No, her ticket said, yeah, her ticket said oh 12 God. p.m. Oh 
the ticket say um seven one month are we in I'm, I'm just so effed up right now 12 i remember she was yeah. she was switching 11 11 7 22 at 12 a.m is it 12 a.m yeah 12 a.m my mm-hmm. dog got it confused. We re- we got to the airport and they're like, no, ma'am, you cannot leave with them. So we had to <laughs> literally find an expensive ticket so that Jenny could leave on a different airplane. No way. Bro, she spent 400 and something dollar because she was about to take a flight that was for 300 something dollar, but she would the voyage would have lasted her 10 hours. Oh and I'm like, nah, God. Jenny, I'll pay the $100, bro. So I went and find her a closer ticket. And thank God, American Airlines, please sponsor this podcast because they are the GOAT. They're the only one that had a, air, um, a flight for her to leave that same night. Dang. Yeah, That's it was crazy. crazy. It was crazy. Oh, my God. So she had to from a different flight for within us. Like, she was in a different airplane. I'm so glad. I don't know why I feel like, damn, I, I left it. I left all of this craziness. <laughs> we, went, we went through hell, bro. I did. Yeah, I went through it. And then my plane was supposed to leave at midnight, like 1245 or something. Uh-huh. And Jane, Jenny Penn was supposed to leave at one. Her plane ended up leaving earlier than mine because my plane had um mechanic issues or some type of issue. Frontier always have issues. Yeah. So I was sitting on that plane for one hour oh my and then God. when it was time for us to go like that would be I scary though. For five hours i woke up with a swollen foot oh my that was God. so scary i looked at my foot it was so swollen i was just so scared i'm like so i started googling oh my gosh i'm like oh do i have a blood clot like it was crazy bro oh but, my yeah. god so that money did you I elevate have- your legs after I did. That's the thing. So I ate when we got there. I went straight it's to sleep. It's because you didn't. Yeah. And that's the, that's why people take baby aspirin whenever they're about to fly long hours. Because, mm-hmm. you know, your feet, you can have DVT and all that stuff. So DVT. I'm, yeah. So I'm DVT? just. Because I saw that on online when I was Googling what's wrong with me. It's event thrombosis. All right. So now that we established how much fun we've had, we've like literally spent 20 minutes or 19 minutes talking about um, our trip in Vegas. And I'm glad you guys are safe and you guys are back home safely because after hearing all of those stories, man, I'm just like, dang, all of this stuff happened when I left. But let's get right into this actual episode okay so this week we did not have enough we didn't have we didn't have two episodes we only had one because of the election of course so make sure you go out and vote um but um yeah so this week i feel like it was filled with drama but it was so heart grunching like i can't believe i actually found myself a little teary yeah so when kate i don't know why kate was confused between logan i don't know why she was confused between logan and um What's the name of that guy? Uh, Hayden. Yeah, I don't know why she was confused between Logan and Hayden. Like, girl, you just literally spent all this time with Hayden, kind of told him that you're all in. And then later on, you're pretty much acting like you guys weren't committed. And it was a hard decision. Like Hayden wasn't giving me much. And the only thing that Hayden said that captivated her mind was 
I have money. I spend a hundred K on a dog. I'm in established. I have my own business. Like that didn't make any sense to me. What about you? They gave me gold digger vibes. <laughs> heavy. So, heavy gold digger vibes. And I don't, I mean, she might be making her own money, but that doesn't mean that she's not looking for somebody that makes more money than her so that she can be better off, you know? And she even said it. She's just tired of being the breadwinner or something. Like, kudos to her. But the way she expressed it is as if she would only date Hayden because of his money. And that's what it came off as when she was talking in her in the ITM. So I don't exactly. trust I don't trust Kate at all. And she's kind of like annoying me at this point. I'm she's just looking like, like a villain. She is, and she's Ugh, she's just she's, ugh. she's <laughs> you know how I be acting like ugh. That's all I can seem, think. Is I don't seeming like somebody. the real, seeming like the real villain. Yeah, um, yeah. So now she gave her rose to Logan and pretty much was like, "You need to work hard or do better." I don't know what she said, but you need to put more effort. And Logan was like, "Yeah," but he was so confused about it and was like, "Where the hell this was coming from?" But yeah, but the next day, yeah. Um, I don't understand why Michael and Daniela got a second date. To me, yeah. Who else got a second date? Um. Okay. So Michael, let's talk about Michael a little bit. I think, just like we thought, Brandon and Serene had some kind of connections and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe they have talked a little before the before coming down to paradise and they probably never met each other or anything like that. I think the same thing was happening with Michael and um, what's her name? Daniela. Danielle. Because Danielle. I, yeah, I think they said they were friends. So they've been talking for a good minute. And I think that friendship just transpired before they, that transfer transpired into something else before they even got to the beach. I don't think it just got rekindled at the beach. That's me personally. Uh, I don't think so. I actually think that it was really just casual. There was not a lot of friendship going on. And yeah. I guess Paradise gave them an excuse to kind of tell each other that they really like each other or in, or they're into each other. I yeah. feel like without Paradise, it would be really hard to actually go yeah. to that stage. I think Paradise helped them. Mm, yeah, I guess. I think they were just friends. Maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, but it's so weird. He stopped talking about his dead wife. I mean, maybe he didn't stop, but most they'd stop filming it. <laughs> no, I think he stopped. I think Daniela probably expressed on the side, like I don't mind talking about our dead spouse, but not too often. <laughs> Let her rest in peace. <laughs> I don't know if she would say that, but um, that would be interesting if she did, because but yeah, he knew not to point, bring her up. No, it's not that. It's just I think that little date was interesting though, because I feel like he was kind of like annoyed that Wells was there, and they really? were just talking. Yeah, I think he was annoyed. Like it was weird that it, I was just kind of like taken by the fact that he was actually un- showing some type of uh, like botheredness, like by Wells popping up at every corner of, of their date. Uh. And mind you, Wells knows the both of them. Like Wells was in the season of The Bachelor in Paradise when um Danielle was there and they kinda had like kind of this date or something like going on. Maybe it wasn't real, but like this little date, whatever. Um mm-hmm. but that was interesting. It's interesting. I um, guess. But who someone else had a date. I don't remember who else. 
Or was um, it just them? It was. I think it was just them. Yeah, it was. It was just them with a date card. I, I don't care much. Is it wrong that I don't really care much for them as a couple? I don't either. It seems so boring. Like It's like a forceful relationship. Exci- yeah, it was more exciting when Michael was with um, Sierra. Oh, I'm so sorry. My head will just automatically stop. So I'm going to get another one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just have to see whether or not they last because I don't see Michael in Danielle like as the, oh my gosh, so lovable couple. <laughs> so It is so boring with them. I just want to get to the fun people. Like, as you can see, I feel like <laughs> I'm sleeping on them because they are sleeping on me. Like, I, I really <laughs> this about them. What? So I just want to get to the Justin and... Okay, let's get to the real core drama because there's not much to say here. Let's get to the real core drama. Okay, guys, let's talk about Eliza for a second and poor Rodney. Like this whole battle, like this girl was struggling between picking Rodney and picking Justin. And I could, I could feel for her a little bit because I understand that her feelings are valid because of the fact that she really didn't really... She wasn't she wasn't feeling Rodney like that. She might have liked him, but Justin was something that basically this girl looked like she wanted. And she felt like she was pressured into choosing Rodney because he's the nice guy and the lovable guy and the one that everybody cares about on the beach the most, I would say, because people care about Justin, too. But it's like, you know, like it looks like she was afraid of being the villain and she had to make that decision to pick Rodney. Um. So my take is, yeah, I definitely agree with everything you're saying. Whew, Eliza is in a t- sticky situation. I do she was. honestly feel like she really do like Rodney. And I do feel like people were rooting for Rodney so much that she just, she was so confused. Although she knew that she really liked Justin. The fact that she was so confused was the answer that she actually liked Justin more than Rodney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can tell she's a loyal person. Mm-hmm. She want people to feel bad. Like mm-hmm. you can tell she was being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned by choosing Rodney because from the get go, I had already seen that she really was into Rodney. I mean, yeah. Into Justin. Yeah. Same. So the, the big question is, do you think when she goes to, um, whatever, Baltimore or whatever, Maryland, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you feel like, um, Justin is really like ready for a committed relationship. <laughs> Honestly, that's definitely a valid question because when I saw the preview and then he was like, I'm confused. Like she's like, Oh yeah, you know, I came for you because I'm I like you a lot. And he's like, I'm confused. And that's what we saw in the previews, although we don't know the full context of what he was why he said that. But if you're confused, then it doesn't look like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I just, yeah, I don't think there, I don't think there's anything there stronger than for Justin. I really don't think so. But I really hope for her sake of in her embarrassing herself that Justin actually had some kind of care because when he was leaving, even the way that he was talking to her, you know, you're really special. He cried and exactly like, I really hope it was real because it's like, he cried. He even said to her, like, you're very special and stuff like that. And it's like, I really hope for her sake 
that I mean she took a big chance basically she took a huge chance because it's not like she had more time with Justin or maybe she did and we don't know about it because <laughs> you know outside of these outside of these paradise you never know who actually hook up and who did mm-hmm. even though I know there's real investigators out there in the bachelor world but still that's besides the point I'm just hoping that actually Justin really, really had some type of feelings for her for it to actually kind of work at least for at least a year or two. I'm just saying that because I don't expect these couples to last forever, you know, but. Well, well, my take is that Justin is going to fake it. He's going to fake it just so she won't feel bad. So she won't Mm -hmm. feel embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's not going to really was that crazy over her. It was more like the environment, like, damn, I came back. So I should form a connection mm. so I about damn that's embarrassing but why would he have come back just for her you think the producers did that on purpose to mess with rodney because of the way that he dropped that other girl I mean, lacy they did it for drama purpose maybe not to drop it because she dropped the other girl but it was for drama purpose. or maybe they also knew that rodney wanted to see a couple of girls right he wanted to see um he wanted to see um um what's her name Uh, teddy eliza and serene serene was already taken teddy left and eliza was basically the only option left because those are the three women that he had those were his top threes now maybe eliza on the other hand did not have rodney on her top three maybe it was justin and so now that they actually brought Justin have, back for her. She have Rodney under her top three. She had Rodney and Justin on her top three. I don't know who was the second one. Who was the last? You mean the third one? <laughs> Maybe it was Brendan because everybody wanted these three guys. Exactly. And so maybe, yeah, maybe Rodney, Eliza weren't supposed to be I guess they look so cute together. It's just like I'm confused because I feel like she really had the thing for Justin and she didn't yeah. look like she had it for Rodney. And and that's and that's sad to say, but it's like the girl had to do what she had to do. And I felt bad because of the fact that I understand you cannot force people to feel a certain way about somebody. It's not going to ever work. And it's like, I don't want to fault her for her. And I know social media is going crazy at her. I don't know why would they fault her for her? It's like People are following her for her because obviously they're a Rodney fan. And it's like, I mean, they're treating... I'm not going to lie. Justin is way hotter and cuter than Rodney. I like how he's funny. Like, mm-hmm. Rodney is more serious and, like, very, like, perfect almost. No, John, John, Rodney yeah, is a Rodney's little goofy. Perfect. He's goofy, but he's not funny. Justin is actually funny. like he's like yeah yeah i'll be fine but i just gotta give a little attitude you know (laughs) yeah 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 he he has a little kick to him yeah 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 Yeah, there's a meme about him going on (laughs) with a line like he's so dramatic like he just has to be dramatic with it Mm -hmm. so yeah um um well with that being said i just can't wait for the reunion because I really just want to see who ends oh, up no, together. No, no, let's talk about um, ooh, Genevieve and um, Aaron and how he was trying to tell. Her oh he, my he's god, not, he's not just falling in love with her, but he's in love. He's already in love with in her, love, but he's he's like 
yeah, I was in the heat of a moment. Like, why is he so dramatic, too? He is so dramatic. He was literally trying to scare the poor girl. Like, Jennifer cannot handle it anymore. Genevieve is a hothead. Yeah, she is. But, then, oh. but I like her. I feel like she's authentic. There's a, there's a part where she kept, she was trying to talk about what just happened. And he was like, give me a kiss, girl. Like, he just started kissing her so she could be quiet about it. <laughs> you to scare me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, give me a kiss, girl. I think she's dramatic. Like They're both are dramatic. But, but do you think they'll they'll, they'll stay together? Because I really want them to. I I mean, they look like they're almost like the same person. Exactly. But it's kind of scary. I don't think it's gonna work. I know, but I want them to like be mature and make it work. I kind of yeah. like. It. I like it a lot because it's like two people who are dramatic finds each other. Like that's a funny relationship. They might have amazing sex. <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. What if they go for the sex and then Genevieve realize that Aaron sucked? Oh my gosh. What do you mean? What if they already had sex, girl? I don't think they had sex in the beach yet. Maybe oh, you don't think so? Yeah, usually they put they're going to the boom boom room, but I don't think they did. That beach is so crowded. They're sharing bed with each other. Yeah, so you don't think they had any no, type? No, I don't think so. You don't think they did any type of activities at all? I know you and I can do that stuff, but nowadays people like their little they sexual. They're making out like intensity, but I don't think they were having sex. I think it's better if they wait. I think so too, but I feel like, do you feel like people actually wait? I think they will. Like, I feel like the producer will make them wait so that when the like fantasy suite come, it could be more exciting for them. There's a fantasy suite for BIP. Yeah, there is. There's a fantasy suite like a the night before the night before the the proposal. Or two nights before the proposal. Mm-hmm. Oh, do they move them like to a different hotel? Yeah, they move them to a hotel. Everybody. Oh, that is true. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm so I'm so I'm I'm. I'm ugh, this is crazy. This is so long. Why is it taking forever? How long is this gonna go? Why can't it end already? I think we only have three more weeks left. Three more weeks. That's a long time. That's a long time. I know. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to our recap. It was a crazy ride. Um, and it's about to be crazier. Honestly, I really want to do recap Love is by Nike. We keep seeing how many times we're going to review something. Do you want to do it every Sunday? Yeah, let's do it every Sunday. Okay, cool. Sunday, 30 minutes. No, we have and we can recap this, this episode of Love is Blind. Yeah. All right. Okay, we start from, like, we'll do, like, the whole thingy. But two, yeah. two parts. Yeah. Two yeah, parts. we can do like Love is Blind. Yeah. yeah I, just, I wish we had. I, I w- see Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. There's not it, a lot of people recapping it, so it'll be way more fun to do that. True, true. True that. And also, I think we should have. We should also have one of their guests to our podcast. Let's talk to that producer. All right. We got it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to us ramble most of the time. But um, it was a really, 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 really good, good vibes. Yep. And we are off with Obel and Naika. Bye. Bye.